record while we're racing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, here I am. I'm a T2. Hey, what's going on? You ready to conquer the world? <laughs> I sound like that anyway. <laughs> that's, that's not a lie. All right, welcome to the Team Conquer the World podcast. We are Team CTW. My name's Nick Learman, and this is my beautiful, hardworking, non-smoking partner, Erica <laughs> Webster. <laughs> we are both proud veterans, hardworking entrepreneurs, and we started this show because, one, we want to sort of peel back the curtain, show you, uh, talk about the our efforts to conquer our own world, but also highlight the folks out there that are looking to conquer their world. And it doesn't matter the space. We're talking business, politics, science, nonprofits. We're, but we're not here just to gas them up or sing their praises. We want to talk about the hard shit. We want to know about the failures, the challenges. When things go sideways, what do world conquerors do? How do they come adverse, overcome adversity? And in that process, we hope to inspire and be inspired to conquer our own worlds. Welcome, ma'am, to the last episode. Hold on, let me put my <gasps> cigarette out. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Hello, America. If people actually listen to the intro, they're probably like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, your, uh, Miss Webster over here sounded like a, uh, an 80-year-old emph- uh, emphysemic. Is that the right word? Emph- yeah. Emphysemic uh, lady just a few minutes before we came on air. It was, it was quite nice. I think the last time we recorded, I actually was in the middle of COVID we've, RSV ooh, We were pretty fever. sick, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while, a few weeks, right? Yeah. Ugh, a lot going on. I feel like that's the case for most people right now. Yeah. Dude, I mean, the number of folks that are like, like just out down for the count, like just unbelievably sick um, with non-COVID stuff is kind of crazy. But even so, like I would have never known that <coughs> I had RSV had I not taken myself to urgent care on Thanksgiving. Like I was, I mean, like I was sick, whatever. I've dealt with labor, but I, I knew I needed to go out. Something was wrong. So I wasn't wrong. <laughs> yeah, dude, I feel you. And it's, you know, and as usual, nonstop around here. Yeah. Um, I, I have a question for you, though, that I didn't tell you I was going to ask. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> Your reactions are priceless, and I'm so grateful <laughs> that they are recorded because this is truly an inside. Oh, gosh. Issue. I'm nervous. Um, no, it's not a hard question. Okay. Um, I, I want to hear what your thoughts on how you're feeling about the podcast for 2022. Oh. It's our first year. It's our first year. Um, you know, it's in the books. Uh, we're about to wrap it up for the calendar year and I want to hear what you think about it. I wish that I looked and saw what day or date we recorded Devin's podcast. So when did we start? You can look that up while I chat. Um, I thought it was fun. I think that we kind of threw ourselves into it and we were like, we're going to figure it out, make it work. And you can tell like episode one versus like now just our comfort level of having, um, conversations and I think that the podcast actually like shifted on its own like it kind of took its own path um which is interesting because like we had like plans of like getting these like awesome guests which we still do like we still have this list of people who had agreed to come on um but people ended up liking hearing our banter for some reason so I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why either so like it's like banter. the podcast is twofold <laughs> you, you get us at the top and bottom just you know not bickering, but like chatting. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> and bickering. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you get to hear about some world conquerors. So you're getting like some entertainment, plus you're getting some like solid advice. I don't know, I really enjoyed it. And I think that it also helped, you know, us. You know, we 
both have our own busy lives. And this kind of forced us to sit down for at least an hour with each other and stare at each other because we are across the table for those who don't know how this is, uh, is set up. So um, I don't know. I, I am going to, if I'm spoiling it right now, like I'm going to miss recording yeah. for the time being. I, I totally get that. So, but I, I don't know. I know. I loved it. I enjoy doing it. And I hope that we come back. This is the part you where you ask what I think. I'm not done talking. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to say, I hope that we can figure out sponsorship so that this is something that we can do um, once the baby number two is in daycare. So baby number three. Oh, well, no, my baby number two. <laughs> Maddie's not a baby. <laughs> Maddie's definitely not a baby. Um, anyway, so how do you feel? Um, I am, I'm really proud of, of how we got through this. I, I can tell you that it was definitely more of a challenge to try to squeeze in time to record. Um, and you know, and as many articles as I read and people I talked to about how much prep goes into it, I think it's easy to underestimate. Mm. Um, but then I look back <clears throat> and I know we've got some other folks that, you know, are, are tentatively lined up to bring on in 23, but like you look at the guests that we had in 22 and I'm really proud, right? Like MMA fighters actresses, two-star general, politicians, CEOs of multi-million dollar companies. Like, those, like I don't know, man. I look at that list and I'm like, that's the fucking definition of world conquerors, right? Absolutely. Those are the people that I want to hear from. Um, and yeah, and I think the way we sort of naturally or organically sort of pivoted into this format where we're sort of alternating weeks, um, I don't know. It makes it a lot of fun. Um, so I really enjoyed it. I'm really excited about what we're going to be able to do in 23 uh, we've got some conversations going. If you're interested in sponsoring and you're listening, we would love to talk to you, but we, we do have some conversations going with some folks. Um, so, but for now we got to pump the brakes a little bit. Uh, it's coming in the holidays. We know none of you bubbles listen to the podcast during the holidays yeah. anyway. Um, and then, uh, yeah, a little guy is due in, let's see, just over a month technically. Right. Yeah. Unless um, he decides to come early. Unless he decides it. Let's see. It sounds like somebody's hoping you know, <laughs> I, early. You know, it. This is like the the hard part is I'm. I like plans. I need things in the calendar, the right time when it's happening. So, oh my lord, this you whole are... the last appointment I had, the doctor was like, "Oh, he's measuring ten days ahead," and I'm like, "Oh shit!" So I'm like looking at the calendar, like trying to figure out the work schedule, <laughs> like because that somehow dictates <laughs> when days coming. <laughs> he could still be ten days late from the original due date. I don't know, but yeah. So January is just pretty much up in the air completely. It's funny. I was uh so our boy Jake, uh, he and his wife Lindsay are also pregnant, um, and they. Uh, so she can induce yeah, they were, yesterday oh. they were scheduled to get induced. Um, that baby does not want to come. No. And I, <laughs> it was funny is, is, so he sits on the board at T at team foster and we were supposed to have a, a big meeting on Friday. And he's like, Oh yeah. He's like, I, I think the baby's going to come early. And so I'll be able to make the meeting. And I, and I looked at him I'm like, bro, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? You yeah. think you have any say in like, yeah, And that's, uh, that's definitely part of the learning process of being a parent is right. Just giving up Oh, for us control freaks. Like it, for the next decade. Yeah. You just, you <laughs> hand over the reins on so many things. Uh, and it's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's I'm hard. still learning. It's yeah. been a year and I, I still yeah. expect pressing to sleep oh, or yeah. go, take naps. And it's just not. And yeah. listen, as someone who, you know, not that I'm like the old wise sage parent, but you know, as someone who's like a couple years down the road and the experience, I, I'm, there's a lot more learning to do for both of us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, going back to 2022, I, 
I feel really good about it. I, I've, I've enjoyed it. I love that we have a project that we do together. I love our listeners. You know, we still get, you know, seeing people out in the community and getting messages and texts and emails. Um, feels really good. Mm-hmm. You know, feels like hopefully we were, ha- we are having the impact that we set out to have, you know, and to, you know, like we said at the top, inspire people and keep you, keep you motivated and give you some insight, give you some ideas, um, you know, and share our story. Yeah. We don't want you to forget about us either. No. Please don't. Maybe we should do like a mid update, like with the babies crying in the background and like me crying and like give them like a feel of like what it's like. Oh, that sounds. We like, could call it like. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, uh huh. We could uh-huh. like tell parents this is what you want to play for your kids, <laughs> so that they don't have sex. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we do have to talk about something. I feel like we hyped it up the entire time. We we mentioned it every podcast Did episode. You, what are we talking about? What do we hype up? This Iron Man. Oh, yes, there was that little thing. I yep. know that people are at the edge of their seats. I know wondering. everybody's been waiting with bated breath. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I think that you know we should close up any loose ends, and I think that that's something we we talked about. You out training, getting after it. Hard days, right? Like when things went sideways, and it was finally here. It came and went. So why don't you give us the Reader's Digest version? Reader's Digest. Yeah, I tell you what. So it was. Uh, what, what did I leave? I was gone for what? Five days? I think. Yeah. It's 500 days. That's what it felt <laughs> five like. days too fucking long <laughs> for someone at home with the baby by herself. Um, yeah. So it lots of interesting, like subplots to the story, but one, two things, one, very proud of myself. I'm not, you know, at the risk of like, uh, patting myself on the back, very proud of self, myself of the training process leading up to this. I loved the training. I was super disciplined about it. I stayed on my game. I did what everything I was told to do. And that um, made me mentally very comfortable uh, going into this, which was a really nice feeling, right? Yeah. It feels good when you know you, you put in the work. Um, and it makes me excited for like the path forward. I've never been on a structured training plan. I'm not sure I ever want to be off of one. Mm-hmm. Um, it just was so... It's so. right. Like when I, when people leave the gym to just go willy nilly, they always, I've said 99% of the time come back because not mm-hmm. having a structure right. is like, what are you, what are you doing? Right. It's, it's, you know, and I know that's why, I know that's why the women come to dub. Like they want somebody to coach them up and, you know, listen, a little encouragement never hurts. A little motivation never hurts. But for me, it's really getting rid of that decision fatigue and not having to think about what I need to do. Yeah. Especially when right. it's results driven, you mm-hmm. saw your results. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was part one and then part two, uh, just in terms of like overall, like I couldn't believe, um, the amount of positive feedback I got while I was out there. So it was five days. It was nice to get out of town. Don't get me wrong. I I don't mind being by myself, but five days was a long time. Um, I I don't think, I think I said this to you on the way back. I don't think I had a conversation with another human um, for almost the entire time, not like a real conversation, except maybe right before the swim, there's two guys that I met. One of them was from Montgomery <laughs> County. Um, and that was the call. And that was, you know, four minutes. Yeah. Um, but I got so much feedback, like on social and texts and emails from people that were like, you know, and you go and you look and like, people were literally, I, I like recorded all these like little stories, you know, with updates and people were like actually watching them, you yeah. know? And like, I don't know, it makes me feel really good. <laughs> <laughs> like, it made me feel like I was less alone. Um, but yeah. And then the race itself, um, I had set very particular goals for the swim, the ride and the run. I had, I had a game plan and I absolutely annihilated the swim. It was almost exactly at the top end of my race pace. Annihilated the ride was near the top end of my scheduled race pace. Um, and then just fucking fell apart on the run. 
Um, something is weird with my body. I came out of the swim feeling good. And then as soon as I tried to stand up, I had debilitating cramps in both of my hamstrings. Like could not walk. Um, I had to like literally had to wave off the, uh, the volunteers are trying to pull me out of the water. And I was like, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> no. Um, so that I, and I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, I don't, I, I put in way longer swims and way harder swims yeah. than what I did on race day. Um, you know, the, I don't know, have some, it maybe has something to do with the water temp. Maybe it has something to do with like, I need to do more strength work. I, I don't know. Um, but I need to get into a medical professional and you know, whether it's a PT or a Cairo or a doc and figure out what, what my issue is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so swim was good. Uh, ride was good also. Um, and then, yeah, I just never, I thought I was gonna be able to get my feet under me for the run and it just never happened. And like maybe four miles into like by mile six, I was like, Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm getting slower. Like I thought I was going to start to get faster. <laughs> um, cause I thought I just needed to like carb up. Um, and I just, yeah, the last, uh, the last 5k of the half marathon was just fucking brutal. Like I, I was so bad. I couldn't even get myself to like take a good race photo at the end. Like all I wanted to do was like jog in and like look strong for the picture. And I couldn't even fucking manage uh, They that. weren't that bad. Oh. But it's, I think those pictures are a testament to like you not quitting and pushing through, even though like you could have quit, you could have stopped and sat on the ground on the side. You know what I mean? Like, but, but you didn't, you yeah. could, you kept going. Yeah. Listen, so Erica got a front row seat. So after the race was, uh, yours truly was a bit of a mess. Listen, I'm, I'm first to admit I'm an emotional guy. Like I, I don't deny it. I don't, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> By the time I got home uh, or back to the hotel from the race, uh, I was, I was a little upset. <laughs> a, little, a little bit of crying. It makes uh, you human. Yeah. I just, I know I was just very disappointed because I had very specific targets that I thought were also very realistic. Um, and I just didn't come close. Um, but a little bit of rest. <laughs> you crying right now? No, Uh-oh. maybe a little bit. <laughs> um, no, because I, I woke up the next day with like a lot of perspective and a lot of um, uh, just rea- like a more of a reality check. Like, you know, yeah. it's, okay, hey, I still did it. Still finished in like six and a half hours, give or take. Um, and, you know, to your point, like I never what was weird and I think was kind of cool, like, especially in retrospect is I never thought about quitting. Didn't even cross my mind. Like I was literally like, cramping and like half walking, half running. And it just, it didn't even occur to me. Um, I was more disappointed in like myself and for like people like you, like you gave up all the time, let me go train. And then I didn't get to where I thought I could. Um, so yeah. So, I, but the next day, yeah, got some perspective and, felt better about myself and like was able to get my shit together. Now that being said, I'm now eight days, what, eight days, nine days removed. Yeah. Um, you know, I still feel like shit. (laughs) Like I went for a run this morning and like my pace felt fine. My lungs felt fine. And my heart rate was like through the roof. So recovery is like still going on. Yeah. Um, which is just why, cause the day after the race, I told you this, I can, my feet were killing me. My legs are sore, both things I expected, but I also felt like I'd gotten hit by a truck. Yeah. Um, like I, didn't sleep well. Cause I was getting the sweats all night. I think there's I, something chemically going on inside. Yeah, I felt cold all day. Like it was, I had no appetite. I was super lethargic all the way until like the next night. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I, I um, I've talked to my primary care. She's not, has not been helpful. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to go, I'm been on the hunt for like a PT or a Cairo. Um, 
somebody we'll figure it out. Yeah. Like I said, I think something also needs to be done. Like chemically, we need to get your blood tests done. We need to figure out what's going on, why you're why you're not recovering. Um the way that you should be recovering. But the moral of the story, why, you know, I think it's a good, I like that we have these stories to like share with our kids, right? You know, like it's that whole smiling in the face of adversity, not quitting. And like, we get to discipline our kids and like instruct them on how to be good little people through experience, not just through lip service. Yeah. Um, and like, same thing with like when we did, the great 48. I don't know if we ever talked about that on this show, but you know, this time last year, you know, this time two years ago, we were prepping to do something insane. Um, the Go- Goggins does a 48 by 48. By four. four by four. By yeah, 48. So yeah. You run four miles every four hours for 40 hours. Well, Nick and I, of course needed to step that up and like pick a different hardcore activity for one hour. So whereas most people could be done running four miles before an hour even passes, we did, 24 activities no we did uh 12, 12. yeah because we did a yeah. different hour-long <clears throat> workout at for 48, 48 hours every four hours um and it's just like that like i can't wait like, i'm glad you know i just put all of our photo albums together like we can show our kids and we can show our nieces and nephews things that we've done and explain like failure happens you know bad things happen, injuries happen but like you always you come back like you come back stronger you learn from it and this is just another you know piece of equipment that we can put in that toolbox. It's funny. There's a, um, you know, I get sucked into these like reels and stuff on IG. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one where the, the sound pieces, uh, you know, someday your kids are going to figure you out, right? You tell your kids you can do anything. And someday they're going to look at you and be like, well, why not you? Right. You know, you can tell your kids, you can be whoever you want. And they look at you and they're like, yeah, but why not you? Right. Yeah. So you have to I feel like as parents, I just, I feel like this is a person, but now, especially now as a parent, like we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to our kids to like go out and like challenge yourself professionally, challenge yourself as a person, challenge yourself physically to go do these things because you can tell them all you want. You can be whatever the fuck you want. You, you know, the sky's the limit, but if they look at you, you know, coasting and, and not trying to do big things, that's exactly what they're going to do. It's also one of the reasons I can't wait. Um, I don't, not not rushing maternity leave by any means because it's the best twelve weeks of your life when you're home with your baby. But being able to, I'm I'm nervous because it's been over two years of me not training, and I used to be an insane person doing all kinds of shit. But like now, I get to relate because my women are mostly moms, and they're trying to come back. And a lot of the things I hear, are like I want my college body back, I want my pre baby body back, and now I get to jump into that pool with them. And I think if I can do it, then that story is going to help inspire because I'm holding their hand. I'm yeah. not. And I, listen, I've told you this off air. We've had this conversation. I'm excited for you, mm-hmm. uh, but, but it is going to be hard. Yeah. Not just because the losing the weight, but I think you've always had that luxury of like, you know, you work in a gym, right? Like yeah. being physically fit is just part of what you do. And you were able to reach a peak that is so high that it almost becomes second nature. Right. And then, you know, in your free time, you could work out now with two and a half kids. Yeah. It's that those, some of those luxuries go away and now it becomes about discipline. I will grinding quote out. Tom Hanks from one of my favorite movies <laughs> Ooh, of Tom all time. Let's see. Let's hear it. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Yeah. The hard is what makes it great. And you don't even know that movie because you've never Tom, seen it. Is that a Tom Hanks quote? I don't know that you can. It's from a league of their own. Oh and my God. Listen. listen. 
He, you can't attribute that to Tom. <laughs> yes, Good I can. Lord. He's not the first person to say that. But I, I but the sent, I, I can hundred yeah. percent agree with the sentiment. Um, the heart is what makes it great. You know, and I all of a sudden now my, I, you can tell like what you know the algorithm and IG is like clearly like figured out where my head's at lately. Yeah. Um, and it's been giving me all these things on discipline. You know, like it's Jacko and it's all these other people are talking about. You know, Goggins talking about. You know, motivation is fleeting. Right? It's easy to be motivated, um, but it's being disciplined is really what achieves results. And I think, you know, for you, I know we've started talking about, you know, putting on some races on, on the schedule for 23, um, maybe a trip to, what is it? Bermuda, Bermuda. Bahamas somewhere. I think it's Bermuda. Yeah. Somewhere in the Caribbean for a, a race. Um, but I've also very, been very insistent with E since we had Preston, like you got to train for it. You can't, you know, the days of Erica Webster just picking up and running a marathon, um, <laughs> are over, yeah. right? Not because you can't physically do it. You can, you, you no one is stronger mentally or physically than you, but if you're going to be smart about it, yeah. which you, you have to be as a parent, you got to train. And I think, and so I think the flip side of that is I think once you experience that, uh, I hope that I know that having gone through the program, like a program structure and being more structured, it just makes me feel so fucking good. And it makes me feel so much comfort, more comfortable and confident. I hope you get to have that as well. Well, thanks. Yeah. Well, that was a nice episode. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> um, so yeah, so as we mentioned, we're going to be on hiatus, right? It's uh, This is coming out mid-December. Uh, we're going to be on hi- hiatus at least Spring. until February, yeah. probably March or April. Um, mostly because, listen, we got to focus on you know our world, and our world is about to get fucking rocked yeah. <laughs> with another kid. Um, and we got shopping. F- yep. Like what shopping house. Oh yeah. Yeah. We got to get ready to buy a <laughs> house. Doing all the, the things at one time. Yeah. Why not? Why not? You know, um, you know, and oh, by the way, like Erica's got, you know, all three of her sisters are pregnant all due this spring. So yeah. it's going to be a, it's a wild time. So we just got, you know, per, first things first, but this is not goodbye. This is, we'll see, see you, you later. See you soon. <laughs> Ciao. What's that? Um, I think that's from a movie too. Armageddon. Oh no, it's just me being silly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Armageddon, one of the greatest cinematic features of all time. Ben Affleck. <laughs> Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. <laughs> That, speaking of crying, that movie makes me cry. It's so sad. Yeah, when she says, uh, Liv Tyler says goodbye to, oh my God. to her dad. Oh, her hand on the screen. Oh, dude. Oh, we digress. Dude. All right, yeah, let's not cry. We have things um, to do today. But listen, yeah, so on that note, by all means, please, you have ideas for races. I'd love to hear what you, mm-hmm. you, know, what you have in mind. We'll probably, I think we should lay out like an official CTW race schedule for 23, but that's just me. We'll have to figure that out. Um or, you know, you have your thoughts. We always want to hear about your struggles, your challenges. We'll still be out here. Still want to hear from you here. Still want to talk from you. Um, so make sure you reach out yeah. to us at team Pod at gmail.com or find us on all social medias at team Pod. Just because we won't be putting out episodes doesn't mean we will not be on social media. Of course, we will be scrolling the interwebs. So we look forward to hearing from you. And thank you for all of your support throughout the year of 2022. 100%. Yep. Thank you to all of our listeners. And of course, thank you to our boy, Palmer, which by the way, did I tell you Palmer was talking a lot of smack? Yeah. He thinks he's going to beat me in the bad mofo challenge at Rough Rock. <laughs> um, you're right. Um, yeah, six months, Palmer. Yeah. You better get on your game, bro. Um, but yeah, but in all seriousness, Palmer and the Palm Tree Network of Podcasts has been absolutely critical to us getting this done. We couldn't do the show without him. So we are incredibly grateful for everything Palmer has done for us this year. Um, and so until next time, I'm Nick. I'm Erica. Happy New Year. We out.